How you doing, everybody? Welcome to Radio MVP Sports Podcast, episode number 155 of the Sports Podcast. And uh, yeah, it's been a while, and mm-hmm. I've said that multiple times in the last few months. Sorry for the delay, but we are back. Uh, not necessarily better than ever, but we're back. <laughs> you know, they use the old Mike and Mike term. Um, yeah. The college football playoffs is uh, a week away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL season is 14 weeks in, three weeks left. Uh, Denver's actually playing better than you give them credit for. <laughs> and uh, one in 22 in Trump at halftime. Yeah, and, he's a bum. <laughs> and uh, my Browns are suffering, uh, to say the least, from COVID and other things. So, a lot to talk about. I've actually been very busy doing high school basketball uh, this month. We started out with uh, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of Newcastle games. And by the way, on a side note, congratulations in to Mike Wells, who uh, with the uh, Red Hurricane football team and basketball team, mm-hmm. signed his letter of intent with Youngstown State to be the linebacker. And let me tell you what. Youngstown State got one of the best athletes in the Tri-County area. Did they? Yes, they did. We need it. We need to get faster and more athletic at the linebacker position. No offense to Grant Dixon or Griffin Hogue. They're, they're tremendous I think he'd come in we, and start week one. We have, well, you got two linebackers departing, so yeah, the spot's going to be open, and you need, uh, you need athleticism in this conference you want to win. You see that uh, North Dakota State again is going back to the title game, and you need athleticism in this conference if you want to win. So uh, it looks like YSU recruited linebackers and line play on both sides of the ball hard. Um, I like dual sport athletes. I yeah, really do. He's he's a senior this year, obviously, but uh, he's already in the top thirty. In Lawrence County, all-time scoring. Really? Yes. What are his measurements? Uh, he's about six two, six three. I put him about two two ten max. Yeah. yeah, he's perfect for a linebacker. Two twenty, two thirty. Then when he's yeah. done, and when you get him in a program yeah. mm-hmm. and continue to work on his speed and size, yep. and he you know, he may even grow another inch or two. Yep. I mean, he's Mike Wells is a phenomenal athlete. Period, and. I'll be quite honest with you. If he had, uh, if he was a little bit taller, mm-hmm. I think basketball would have been in his mm-hmm. uh, Division One uh, resume type thing. Uh, he's he's truly a, a really good athlete. And why issue football? Give him credit. And I've been saying this for the last four or five years. Go to Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, you have. There's some phenomenal athletes in the WPIL, mm-hmm. and they need to go after those athletes. They need to recruit heavily over there. Um, Northeast Ohio still has football, and it's still good. However, especially our area and even going towards Cleveland, mm-hmm. Most of the divisions that are good are divisions three through seven. Yeah. And not saying there's not great talent at two and one. There are. Mm -hmm. But the numbers aren't as great as they used to be, in my eyes. No. As uh, many players available. Yeah. Well, the population has definitely shrunk. Um, And then I also think it's, you know, a two-factor also is the talent 
in the surrounding area. Um, you can even go up to Cleveland. It's either good enough to play at a Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan, or it's probably just a run below YSU. Yes. And it's there's a Division good three type and pro- programs. Good, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great, pl- but, great players, um, great athletes. And then you throw in the fact that you're recruiting against Akron and Kent. Kent, by the way, has 16 players or – most of the roster on defense is from Northeast Ohio. Yeah. And they are a bowl team this year. Um, so, you know, so you factor in that you're recruiting against more than just your conference, recruiting against teams who are less than 45 minutes away. And, in the um, state of Ohio, YSU is recruiting against the max schools, yeah. period. Yep. yep. And they're all over the state of Ohio, you know, from the southeast mm-hmm. all the way to the northeast yep. and uh, in between. So you have. A, a huge, huge, uh, not disadvantage, no. but competition for players. And that is going to be something that no matter who the coach is, mm-hmm. is going to have to deal with. Uh, you know, not just uh, Coach Phillips, who's currently the YSU head coach, but every coach that preceded him, every coach that will precede mm-hmm. uh, Coach Phillips in the future will have that same same obstacle in front of mm-hmm. them. And you have... To, that's why I keep saying, not that they're not great athletes in our area. There's just not as many. Yep. And are they at the level you need them to be to be YSU uh, top talent? And I'm not sure. I think there, there are those who can do it. And given the opportunity, uh, I think you'll see mm-hmm. players uh, succeed at that level. Oh, and, and the, But... An untapped area. A lot of them are going to Duquesne yes. and stuff like Robert that. But Morris, if you go mm-hmm. right, if, and that's the same size as YSU. Yes, you go out in Western Pennsylvania and recruit going towards Pittsburgh. There's, you're gonna, there's some, players. yeah, and there's some great athletes there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the same thing to uh, the basketball program. There's some great basketball players over in that area. And if you go. Towards the city, you know, I'm sure you go up towards Cleveland, you're going to find some talent. Uh, Akron, you'll find some mm-hmm. talent. You'll find talent. Not as much in our area in basketball. I mean, you would think we do. We, we develop a few Division One players some. every few years, mm-hmm. but not uh, superstars. And, or, but, you know, they're definitely good players that mm-hmm. you can go after. And But... I've seen a lot of great basketball players uh, and athletes coming from Western PA in the last five years. And I still think that is a goldmine in Lawrence County, you know, going towards Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, and stuff like that. You can do, you can, you can make some inroads and recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe uh, you have a chance to get players who could be here three, four seasons and be very, very successful and continue to grow that, that, instrument of uh, availability and all of a sudden you you know you have a program mm-hmm. and you know maybe coach barnes understands that better than yeah. anybody and what he does his and, use of the transfer portal and the way he supplements his roster with recruits and transfer portal kids is phenomenal well you have to today and he's and he's been doing that a couple years now right but you, it's you know, and I, and I I say this tongue in cheek, but it's really what it, it today. College football is a brand of 
of free agency. Yes, it is. Yeah, you can make a judgment call and say, "I want to play." Mm-hmm. Like for example, the two quarterbacks that just transferred out of Ohio State, mm-hmm. two freshmen. You recruited them hard. They made a decision mm-hmm. to come here. They could not, you know. They couldn't crack the field, yeah. Right. They couldn't crack or one quarterback per team, mm-hmm. you know. And you see the obstacles in front of you. I don't have any issue with them moving on. Um, what, you know, but that's what you're going to get throughout football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Justin Fields had the same yep. thing when he came to Ohio State uh, a few years ago. So, you know, this is just the way the system is. You may or may not like it. It is just the, probably the best scenario for the athlete. Difficult for the program to yep. build because you just have to continue to find ways to convince a player to stay in the program and yep. work his way into the lineup and, and quote-unquote, I hate saying this term because this is what everyone talks about, wait your turn. Yep. And it's not necessarily wait your turn. It is can you succeed the person that's in front of you yep. at, the, at that, you know, who may have been in the program two, three mm-hmm. years, or, do, you know, do you have the talent to, because to, most, yeah. most teams will, most coaches will play the most talented player, yep. period, today. Yeah. If he's a freshman, fine. Yeah, the if, game, he's, if he's a senior, fine. The bottom line is they want to win ball games because, look, let's face it, it's a multi-million dollar industry, and these coaches are judged on wins and losses. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you even saw Jim Trestle go towards you know, I don't know if we did it out of, you know, that's where he was, but he always used to play the upperclassmen. He always used to sure. play the juniors and seniors. But then as you, you know, at YSU, he started to do a song, and then in Ohio State, when he got to Rob Pryor, he's well, even the before game, that, yeah. I mean, you, you, you go back to uh, Claret. Yep. He was a freshman. Yep. Look, Jim Dressel and any coach yeah. will always play the best players. Yep. And if it's an incoming 18-year-old, so be it. If it's a 22-year-old senior mm-hmm. or a redshirt senior, so, so be, be it. it. Yep. That, I mean, that's the job of a head coach, to make these decisions, no matter what sport you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was an interesting uh, tangent we just went on. Um, but it, it it is where we're at in sports, and you know the transfer portal is a big part of college football today. And each year... It's going to get more and more important because someone like yours who left mm-hmm. Ohio State, you got to remember, he also signed a $1.1 million, million yep. four-year, basically, uh, uh, Contract, deal. Yeah. yeah. So if he's not on the court, if he's not on the field, field playing, that's going to go away uh-huh. from him. I mean, he has to protect his own interest, and that's just where we're at in this yeah. world. Everybody's going to protect their own interest. The coaches are going to protect their interests. The players are going to protect their interests. And you got much more balls in the air than years ago. Where do you want to play for Ohio State or Notre Dame mm-hmm. or Michigan if yep. you're one of the top players in, in in the in the Midwest? And you would you know really make a decision on the coach, mm-hmm. the university, mm-hmm. what you wanted to study, what you believed it were your best opportunities to play in the yep. NFL, and, and, and so mm-hmm. forth. Those still apply, but now you've got more yep. things that you, that players today are going to chuckle. Let's face it. Um, the money's going to be crazy with uh, the personal licensing that the these young athletes can do, and 
It's a billion-dollar industry in, in college sports, and these, some of these players are going to make a lot of money yep. during their four years or two years or one year at the collegiate mm-hmm. level, depending on you know the talent they have and the opportunity that's in front of them. Um, college basketball is going through the same thing, and, and it's not going to change. You may wish you could remember, or you remember back mm-hmm. when. Well, you got to come to the, you got to come yep. into twenty twenty one twenty two, and recognize that what was done five years ago is not done today. What was done twenty years ago is not done today. What was done fifty years ago is definitely not done nope. today. So, you know, years ago you had to set out a year if you transferred. Yep, uh, and that was a big deal to make yeah, that it commitment. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what. I remember about, it was about 15 years ago, I believe, was when they changed the rule. If you if you're at the Division One level and came down, down you did you not have, have to, have to set, sit. Yeah. You did not have to sit that year. You could play immediately, yes. and that was a huge change yes, in, in in sports. That's where the the one double A really took advantage of that. Yes, they did. Quarterbacks and running receivers, backs, yeah. right? Yeah, who are on basically yep. a one year deal. You know, they were seniors that came down mm-hmm. to play because they could not play where they're at. Uh, and some of them were younger, but they didn't have to sit a full year to be qualified to play. And that was a big deal to a lot of those uh, athletes. So, you know, like I said, things change. Uh, you could say for the better or for the worst. In the end, this is where we're at. And yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big guy. Sports. Yeah, I'm a big guy about it. This is where you're at today, and you have to deal with it. Speaking about where you're at today, uh, I'm going to get back to my high school stuff mm-hmm. here in a second. But my Cleveland Browns, I want to talk about that. Um, going into the season, I always talk, you know, people talk about analytics. I talk about simple numbers. Mm-hmm. And if everybody, you know, may remember, I basically said this last year, and I'll say this year, now we have the extra game. We have 17 versus 16. The Browns had nine home games. I says you had a win, minimum of seven of those home games, and then if you go four and four on the road, mm-hmm. there's eleven wins, yep. and you're you're, you're, yeah. you're you're a playoff team. You may be even a divisional winner. Okay, mm-hmm. the Browns are five and three at home, and two and four on the road, and that is a problem. You know, you look at their numbers while they're seven and seven. Well, there's your reason. Mm-hmm. You can't be two and four on the road. You can't be five and three at home. And to add troubles to the Browns is other than maybe the Vikings game on the road this year, they really haven't beaten a team that is basically trying to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. When they faced the Chiefs, they fell. They when they chased the Chargers, they Came up short mm-hmm. last week against, you know, I know COVID and all the yep. scenario and the delay mm-hmm. went for both teams. Uh, the Raiders, you had to win that game. Yep. No matter who was on that field. If, you know, obviously there's still a path to the playoffs and there's still a path to 10 wins. That's one less than what mm-hmm. I was talking about. But it's not going to be easy. And, you know, you have to play uh, Saturday against Green Bay in Green Bay. And this is a road game. And you can't fall to 2-5 and five on the road. You just can't do it. You have to be 3-4 and four at the end of that mm-hmm. game on the road. And 8-7 and seven overall. And then, you know, go into the last two weeks against your two divisional games. And... Uh, Again, I, I've talked about divisional games. The loss to Pittsburgh was a killer 
15 to 10. I mean, it was a game. It was a winnable game. They did not win. You can't do that. Against against Baltimore, they had four interceptions, and you didn't win. Mm-hmm. Those are games you cannot let get into the wrong column. You let them go into the lost column. You're where you are, mm-hmm. and you are what you are. Your record never tells you you're not where you are uh, in any sport. It does matter, but... The simple formula is easier said than done. Um, you know, basically the playoffs have begun for the Browns this week. I mean, what chances they have, they have to win out. So the playoffs begins this week in, in Green Bay. We'll find out if they can pull it off. They have the talent to. Um, you know, I'm... Um, like 50-50 on it? I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to be honest. I think Green Bay has the talent to beat the Browns. And if you just go by history this year, how can you not say Green Bay is going to win this game? Because the Browns, every time they face the team who mm-hmm. was equal to them or better, they've lost to. Well, I'll say this. As long as Aaron Rodgers, Jarvis Landry, and Nick Chubb all score points for me, I'll be in the fancy chancer game. So I don't, <laughs> that's all I worry about. <laughs> Haven't watched a game all year and a game in two years. I know. I know. If I can... Uh, if I get points from those guys, I should be all right. Yeah, no, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Um, and that's that. You you got some of the best players you can ask. Going to need Travis Kelsey to, uh, you know, maybe. Is he available? Because get... I thought he went on the COVID list. Uh, guy work said he was on the COVID list. So he can get healthy, come back, and, you know, with tweaks yeah. up. An or something yeah. Like that. yeah, just be willing. Look at the waiver wire or your backup for that game. Be ready. I don't to. have Travis Kelsey. I'm playing him, so oh, I need him okay. to miss. Okay, yeah. So you're I in just, good shape. Uh, then I'm going to be without uh, Leonard Fournette. He's been a big right. guy for me this he's, year. He's out this week. But uh, I picked up Ronald Jones as backup. Um, and I picked up, and I'm thinking about. Uh, I need Adam Thielen to get healthy too. All signs point to him playing, so I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, get that out. I got the Patriots defense off the waiver wire last week. Oh, that, that was How impressive. How were they on the waiver wires beyond me? They played Buffalo, what, Maybe a couple weeks ago? By Someone had just had to release them. To pick. Yeah. yeah you know, they just, played Buffalo a couple weeks ago and beat them up. Yeah. So, I got them this week. I feel pretty good. If I can get them. If I get to the fantasy championship game, I'll have the Patriots defense playing Jacksonville. Oh, I mean, yeah. You can't ask for a better scenario. No, no. I'll have you yeah. know. I got. Is Landry going to be back this week? Is Landry and Chubb going to be back this week? Yes, yes. No, yeah, no. I believe so. Yes, I think. I think we most are. of the players will be back. Good. Matter of fact, uh, even Baker will be back. I heard today. Two so. touchdowns for Chubb, a touchdown for Landry, and five for Rogers. And let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go for five interceptions for, for no, uh, no, 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 no. We I don't, don't think that's going to happen anyway. We don't need five picks. I think Rogers. I think five touchdowns for. Uh, I'll take three uh, touchdowns for Rogers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be an interesting Saturday. Rogers can go for three touchdowns. Rogers can go for three uh, touchdowns. Yeah, and... Rogers may just go for three touchdowns. He might go for three interceptions. That'd be better for me. No, great to go for three touchdowns. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, that's about where the NFL's at right now for me. 
there's a lot going on, and we could talk about COVID and, and the decisions. I give the NFL finally credit for actually recognizing uh, where the country is at the moment mm-hmm. and what's best for their league by uh, moving those games last week. It wasn't just the Browns. It was two other games uh, to uh, Monday and Tuesday, and they both – all games got a 48-hour reprieve, which is fair. Yeah. I have no problem with that. And you're a fan of Tuesday Night Football. Yeah, I am. I, I still think if you could redo the schedule of a season, mm-hmm. I honestly would rather see Sunday, Monday, Tuesday than Thursday, Sunday, Sunday Monday. So you I'd have rather the- have the, se- the, the weekend on a Tuesday night and not have a... A kickoff game on Thursday night. I agree with that. Um, And then, you know, you're obviously unique scenario this past week with the Browns playing Monday and playing Mm -hmm. Saturday. But when you get in this time of the year, the NFL takes advantage of the the lack of uh, college College football and has played Saturday games for for all my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's great to see. I have no problem with that. I, I love it. And. If they ever wanted to challenge the college football on a on a mm-hmm. Saturday night, I said, you know, let them do it. I don't think Fox and and CBS and the others would be that thrilled with that thought because they have such a commitment to mm-hmm. the, the conferences, to the yeah. conferences that they're covering. And I think there's too much of a a, a handshake agreement yeah. that we're, we'll stay in our own lanes. Well, speaking of uh, conference, not to go subject real quick. With the SEC's contract ending with uh, CBS after the season, did you see who uh, CBS is interested in uh, picking up a contract with? No, I have not. The Big Ten. Well, that's a shock. That would be a phenomenal. Well, many years ago. CBS for the Big Ten. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Fox has the Big Ten right now. And actually, CBS has it through next year. With the SEC. Do they? Yes. But so 2023 yeah, they, then, yeah. Yeah, 2024 is the yeah. first year where they go to ESPN. ESPN yeah. And the, the SEC network, yep. you know, which is all part of ESPN yeah. anyways. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, you have to get somebody. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they, they, of course, you want a Power 5 conference. Oh, and, yeah. The two best conferences in college football every year is the SEC and the Big Ten. Yep. Consistently, always the best, always in the top four. I think four. if you do that, if you you know, yeah, that would probably maybe swing the Pac-12 more towards Fox, and give the Big Ten CBS, yeah. and you can have the college football playoff on each individual network now. ESPN won't like that. That's I right. Mean, you know what? I mean, ESPN is going to make their money. Trust me. It's Disney slash ESPN know what they're doing. Yep, they they're very successful at what they do. And they're not going to go away anytime soon. So I'm not worried about who they have and what I'd they have. I'd kind of like to see it rotate through different networks. It's, it's fine. I think it's going to happen down it, the road. It, it, it definitely will, just like the NFL has mm-hmm. over the years. And, you know, they they created Sunday Night Football to get NBC back into it. Mm-hmm. And NBC wanted that type of a, an opportunity. And Mike Rico's taking over for that next year, right? Are you starting to take over I believe, now? Well, he's been there for the last three years. You know, originally, yeah. four years. I don't know how long he's been there. He's been there for, yeah. for a while now. A while, yeah. And when he left ESPN, he went to NBC. He yeah. went to NBC because NBC got the Thursday night yeah. games that mm-hmm. one season. And then the NFL had a stink because the contract says they would have it, the Monday night coverage yep. on Thursday night. And they wanted Al Michaels yep. and all that, not. Yeah. Which was so stupid on the NFL part to, to bicker about that. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he's 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 talking about like we talked about last week, a coach in waiting. He's a play by play guy in waiting, waiting yep. for uh, the he's last five years. Oh yeah, I mean, he's 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 just he's he's a he's, pro. He's yep. a pro's pro, and you know, basketball, Mike, football, yeah, the Olympics. Yeah. He's and he's at the right. He really is at the right opportunity yes, for what he does. Yes, he is. Yep. And uh, yeah, Al Michaels, what seventy, almost seventy-five years old. Yeah, you gotta start thinking retirement soon. Uh, yeah, I think he wants to, and he may cut back to maybe let's say eight uh, games yep. a year, mm-hmm. and have the Thursday night type game or or a more regional schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what Trico does, he does what about four games a year? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and take over that. So you it know? keeps guys fresh. You know, that's yeah. a, you know, there's nothing we wrong talked with about that. the 17 game schedule for players and coaches. That's a grind for broadcasters too. Oh, it is. You know, you can attest to it. If you were going from this side of the country, this side of the country, you know, yeah. it, it's a grind. It's a grind it, for uh, it's a grind you when you're. <laughs> You're trying to do... Yeah, I mean, get back to my high school football or basketball schedule. I'll get it out yet. Um, Like I said, we started early December with the... with Newcastle. Undefeated, right? Uh, No, they lost one just the other day uh, to, uh, I think it was uh, a Catholic school from Pittsburgh, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Non-conference game. And the conference uh, season will begin, or the section season, Mm -hmm. as they call it in in the WPIL, begins in... uh, the beginning of the new year, and we'll, we'll have 14 games. I think we have a 12 game schedule. We do have 14 mm-hmm. total games schedule on WKST, and uh, our schedule will now begin at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I think January 3rd, we're yep. back. I'm back covering the Canes. Um, prior to that, though, I've had high school basketball with LCSportsNet.com, powered by LCAP. <laughs> Excuse me, let me have some fun there. Uh, but we're going to have to have a Mr. Dotson come back on, and we've we've had some great games. I had a great game with Lee Moan uh, just Monday night. We uh, uh, fifty to forty eight in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal game at Union, uh, actually at Shenango between Union and Shenango. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a, what a uh, what a great game. And so I've been doing a lot of I've been doing girls basketball, which I haven't had had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do too much in the last about twenty five yeah. years. To be quite honest with you, I've probably done a handful of games, and now I've done probably more in the last two weeks than I have You're my right, entire yeah. career because you just don't do that many in Ohio. There is no coverage. No, not. That's a sad too. There's yeah. some great well, girls teams around here. You but, know, you know the radio coverage in general for high school sports runners is shrinking. Yes, you know, except for. Uh, West Reserve Radio and uh, thirteen ninety. That's it. Yeah. No, you're right. And YSN too, but we don't. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to bicker but, uh, with them. I, I wish them well, and you know right, what they're but doing. The, but yeah, you, know, you I want, remember when I was in high school, though, you would have a Friday game of the week on the ready for basketball season. Well, yeah, sir. And yes, and it doesn't happen anymore, right. really. No, you just don't have it on the radio. It's too expensive to do yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Because you can't find the sponsors and the schools want a fee to, to yep. broadcast the game. It's very difficult. Yeah, it's this just, is, it's yep. just very difficult. That's why what happens in Western PA is so... It's incredible. Well, that's why I've been doing basketball over there for the last... You know, 15 years, if not longer. I don't even know how long. It was, yeah, it has to be the last 15 years uh, between uh, Viango County and Lawrence County and doing all those schools in that area in Mercer County. Mm -hmm. The reason is they don't charge. They're happy to have you there. Mm -hmm. And they actually now have branched out to live video streaming Mm -hmm. on all platforms and... 
it's amazing. It's it's a totally different ball game, and it's a little different for me because I'm a radio play by play guy, so I'm used to more descriptive. Yep. Where the ball's at, mm-hmm. how it's moving, who made. And now I have pictures to help describe it, so yep. I don't have to be as uh, as In descriptive. Depth, yeah. You just have to be accurate, mm-hmm. and it's a different style for me, and I'm learning it as we go, and I take advantage of it sometimes, but. When I do Newcastle, that's radio. Yep. So I have to be descriptive. Yep. And I have a great partner in, in James Stotts. And as I've said many times, um, I couldn't ask for a better partner, a more talented mm-hmm. person. And, and you know, I've worked with many, mm-hmm. including Mark this past year yeah. in football, which was a lot of fun, by the way, to have two play-by-play guys doing games, uh, going back and forth. And uh, Mark is uh, truly a lot of fun. And I got to do a hockey game this yes, year. I got to do another hockey game next week. That might be on the third. I'm, I can't remember exactly what my schedule is. But I want to get to this point. In western Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. or in Pennsylvania, I should say, they have a really cool new thing that I guess has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But I actually called a bocce match. Really? Yes, high school bocce. They have high school bocce? Now let me explain it. It is called it's Club Unified okay. uh, Bocce or Sports. Mm-hmm. Club Unified Sports. What it is for is for uh, special education students. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Now, what the Unified mean is for every special education student, you can have a non Okay, yeah. And they're partnered together. That's really so, cool. But you can't have more than one. Yeah, you have equal balance. Equal yeah. balance. That's why it's called Unified. So, we... Uh, James and I did this, and, and the whole crew from LC Sportsnet on, uh, I think it was Monday, uh, this past Monday. And it's on YouTube if you had a chance to see it. Uh, just LC Sportsnet, mm-hmm. do a search. All the games are archived there. Long story short is um, what they do is use the gymnasium, okay. and they build railings you know, for a court. Yeah. And the balls aren't hard like you would get yeah. outside when mm-hmm. you're playing yeah. in my backyard yeah. or, or at any of these bars. The club, it's yeah. not the, the hard. These are soft balls, meaning okay. they combine and bounce. Yeah. And, um, but it was interesting. Yeah, so I did my first watching match. And right now we will – that was a, a – a, um, Exhibition game okay. between these two schools. Uh, it was uh, it was between Shenango and Freedom. Now Freedom is their first year existence as a as a bocce club. That's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, what was even more interesting is we got to talk to both coaches mm-hmm. during the, the match. We had two. They had two matches. Interesting rules. Twenty five minute games. So okay. clock runs for twenty five minutes, one time out of it. Coaches don't coach. Okay. They're there as like supervisors. Right. You know, they coach during the week, yeah. but the actual game they're not allowed to coach. They're allowed one time out per game. So it's not a game fifteen or game. Right. It's you a game that actually is sixteen okay. or the time limit. Okay. And uh which is really interesting. And the players have to communicate together. Okay. So that yeah. all the decision making is made by the players. That's really good though. Yeah, it is. It, it, it teaches it, life skills outside of sports. Right. Problem right. solving, communication, teamwork, all the stuff that you're supposed to be developing in the classroom, it's now developing in another right. way. And it was it was phenomenal. Well, I, I loved it. Uh, I and I be- love the fact you point you know, it's a person who is 
special needs and somebody who's not. It gives you a different view of life mm-hmm. and a different way to, you know, interacting with different walks of life. Exactly. You know, exactly. I know when you went to Bourbon, probably, and I went to Canfield, you're in a bubble. Oh, We're sure. still in a bubble here in Youngstown. Oh, yeah. So when you get to do these kind of things, it, it's it's it's, yeah. it's an eye opener. It it's is. fun, and then it, it has really, really been a uh, a fun. I've been so blessed with this LC Sportsnet stuff. I'll be honest. I don't know what the future holds, but I want to do more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to the spring games, mm-hmm. spring, uh, you know, f- softball and baseball and and other events. Yeah. I can feel somebody to keep score for you. Let me know. Oh, no, trust me, you're you're always welcome. Any event I'm doing, you are uh, most welcome. Baseball scorekeeping is yeah. oh god. You want to do a basketball game too? I I have apps for that too. You're more than welcome. Um, oh, <laughs> we do baseball and basketball by hand. I, I, there's something. Yeah, about, there's, yeah, it there is. Uh, and I like giving basketball by hand. I like the basketball scorebook, yeah. and yeah, yeah, you know, I did that for a couple of years for Coach Colin and Canfield, and yeah, that's a lot of fun. It, it is, it is, it's, it's and a there's great... nothing, nothing beats scoring a baseball game. No, no, that's... no, I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. It's, it's just phenomenal. So that's what I've been going on, and uh, so I've got a hockey game at the beginning of the uh, new mm-hmm. year. I have bocce probably at the uh, sometime in. Uh, End of January, February, when they have the Lawrence County Championships. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll have the girls' basketball, Newcastle boys' basketball, and others. So it should be a really jam-packed uh, winter sports for me. And uh, busiest I've ever been this time of the year, which is phenomenal. I really enjoy it, and it's been a it's been a blast. And we got a brand new. Uh, Equipment here, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're trying out today. Hopefully, this all works out well. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about what's, where we're headed and what we're doing. Um, we haven't talked much about other sports going on. Uh, I have not watched the Cleveland Cavaliers this year. I don't have uh, Bally Sports, as most people know. Mm-hmm. But I stream through YouTube TV, mm-hmm. and it's not available. Yeah. Um, Heard they're uh, trying to talk about contract negotiations. You got to expect yeah, sooner or later they're going to do. You it have has to. to. I mean, it's been a year. Yeah, um, it was this time Tim, last year what? when the Cavaliers to, uh, went off the air. Have not have not watched the Cavaliers this year, uh, but I talked to a couple people at work, and they are really excited about this ball club. Uh, it's young. Th- it's young. It's exciting to watch. It's got a nice mix of veterans and Rubio and Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Love coming off the bench is a phenomenal move by Bakerstaff. Yes, yes. Um, and him accepting it. Yes, and that's the big thing too. Is when your veterans buy into the whole. You know, it's easy for him. He's been an All Star. He's been an All Pro. He's won a championship. He could be exactly. like no, exactly. You know? um, and it's pretty impressive too, whether you like him or not like him, or your thoughts on him in the lineup. When they lost Colin Sexton... That's a huge loss. It, it, it's a huge loss. That's a guy who can go get you 20-25 a game. Yes. Um, the Cavaliers draft pick of... Mobley. Mobley is phenomenal. You because know... Because that's what the NBA is. It's big guys who can handle the ball on the perimeter. But I like about him, he's not afraid to go get physical down You know, I, and when that draft came about, I didn't know who they were going to take. I, I was kind of leaning towards the uh, the player. I believe he was from Duke, right? The the uh, or not Duke? Um, no, the, uh, the, the the point guard. I can't remember his name. 
top of my head. I'm terrible at names anymore. Anyway, anyways, let's take a look at yeah. That. And he went like two picks after the after the Cavaliers. Twenty one NBA draft. Yeah, or twenty NBA draft. Twenty one. And uh, when the Cavs took uh, Mobley at three, I'm like, okay, you know. Um, and I was talking to a few people who were a little bit more up on college basketball at the time, and I said, you know, I thought the uh, it was going to be the uh, the player to take, and just because he's 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 you know maybe great, and and then uh, a couple say you know you got immobile. Anthony absolutely. Edwards was number one, right? Uh, James, or no, 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 this is a different. That's wrong. Uh, Kate Cunningham from Detroit was number one. Uh, he's from Oklahoma State. He went one overall. Right. Jalen Green was the G League player, and then Mo- Mobley. Yeah, uh, Tim, uh, they got the best player of that. Oh, they did. You know what? The in, when the draft happened, Scotty Barnes is nice, but who's who went number five? Does the show number five was Josh Giddy. Number six, Jonathan Kuminga. Seven, Franz Wagner mm. from Michigan. Uh, Davion Mitchell was nine. Uh, they got the best. Who went four? Four was Scotty Barnes. Okay, out of Florida State. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, no. Uh, when that draft happened, there was many uh, the analysts that kept saying that Caps may have gotten yeah, he got the, the steal the yeah. draft, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. They were right, and I am so glad that I didn't have to make that decision because I would have made the wrong one. And um, needless to say, um, well, I tell you what, too. I don't know if they. I think they traded the trade for Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Was, might have been the best trade Kobe Altman's made in his time in well, Cleveland. You look at what he has done. It took. I mean, he had a plan, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, maybe it was a working plan. Yep. Okay. Every time something came available, he he took a chance on it, and that those are things that you have to do as a GM. You have to have foresight and understand when to pivot. Yep. And mm-hmm. when is an opportunity yep. you can't pass up? And yeah, they made some some phenomenal decisions, and they're paying off. And this this program or this organization mm-hmm. is headed in the right direction, and. I'm not saying they're going to win one this year, but if they continue down this path, they're going to be challenging for championships again very soon. What they soon. are doing now is building a foundation and a nucleus. Let's remember, too, two years ago, this team won 19 games yeah. as in the, the whole season. season. Yeah, they've already won 19 games. And they're now 19-14 and third seed in the NBA. Yeah. Now yeah. it's early, yeah. but... Needless to say, you are where you are at this stage. You are what your record set, and they've had some impressive wins. Yeah, they have. They blasted Milwaukee a couple of times. Yeah, they've beaten Phoenix. They've beaten the Lakers. You know. Yeah. No, they they're, they have the talent is there to continue to grow and to you know obviously you get the entire regular season to play and then whatever the postseason may provide. Yeah, and, and remember. Ten teams make the NBA postseason now oh, because yeah. the nine and ten seed playing a play-in well, play game. The, I forgot so about that. Yes, yes. If the Cavaliers can get to that ten seed, because you got yeah. Knicks are in trouble, they've got right. Derrick Rose out for eight weeks. Well, if they can stay in the top eight Exa- and avoid that, exactly. then even better. Well, 
the eight seed would play the winner of the nine ten game. Right, and that. But still, but, if you can. You, but my whole point is, you want to if you can avoid the nine ten game. Yeah, you want exactly, to. exactly. You know, and this we'll see what happens. But yeah, there. I've seen bits and cl- glimpses of it. I've seen a couple uh, games after they played. You know, if on, they on keep delay. on this, and I don't know how the NBA broadcasting schedule is. You know, is it set? No, I think it's. Or I think they can flex. Make, yeah, they can flex things. The way they're going now, Tim, they could be on national TV in January, February. If oh, they, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. There's no question. What about impressed it. me last night? I didn't watch the game. I was watching another game, but they were shorthanded last night against Boston. They're down twenty-one, twenty-two, and came back to make that a nine, ten-point game. Yeah. <laughs> you lost. But still, you're you're, you're not going to win every game. Young team. Right. You're not going to win and every game. And they won six in a row. Yeah, you're not going to win every game, and no. you're going to have opportunities to do what you want to do. So that's that's the key. I, I honestly do believe long term they're going to be fine. Short term, it's just a matter of uh, getting things done. And, yeah, it's about who's healthiest too, and, and growing. And you know what? That's right. Right now, this team is just one of those teams that you want to see continue to play well, yep. and continue to grow, and have a goal of making the playoffs. Yeah. What seed they get? Well, who we'll cares? Wait, yeah. We'll wait till April to worry about that. I mean, it is December. So let's get let's get to April and then talk about that. Yeah, but they're, they're exciting to watch, and you know that's my whole point. Uh, you know, if you have a chance to see it, if you have to go somewhere to watch it, like I did it once, and then go do it. Um, have some fun, enjoy yourself. And yeah, they're uh, they're a young, fun team to watch, yeah. and you know they got a nice mix of veterans. And uh, Ricky Rubio has been a phenomenal signing. Uh, you yeah, know, it him was a great trade. Menor Garland and Sexton, and yeah. you know. Uh, all the other ones, and they got depth. They got depth that can shoot. Mm-hmm. If you can't shoot in the NBA, you're not going to Basketball's all about that. You exactly. have to be able to score. Exactly. You can teach a team defense. Exactly. If they buy into the defensive side, that, they'll learn. Exactly. But you definitely have to score in basketball. It just doesn't matter. If you don't have a team in the NBA that can score 100 and in college that can score 80 on a given night, you will not do much. Period. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you have a great coach... Mm-hmm. He can mold his team to what they are, yes. and get the most out of it in the most mm-hmm. wins and at any level. And we've seen t- great coaches do that, yep. where they'll shorten a game at the high school level and play in the forties, yep. because that's what works. Or at the collegiate level, play in the sixties because that's, that's what works. works. Yeah. Or if they have the athletic scoring team, they're in the eighties yeah. to one hundred, mm-hmm. you know, and that type of thing. So, and there's some years where. Well, let's use your favorite team, Duke, where they like to score in the 60s. And then there's years there it had to be closer to the 80s because yeah. that's the, the makeup yeah. of the team. And that's where coaching comes in is understanding your talent well, the, and getting and the, the maximum that, out of it uh, to get maximum wins. And the thing that's impressive, too, is um, Duke has never really liked to win the game in the 60s. They want to get it up. They like playing fast pace, But the last couple years... They've kind of pivoted to okay. We're going to have to win ugly. Well, that's we're going to have to point. win the half That's court. my point. You you play to the talent of yes. your team. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you don't have the elite scores that mm-hmm. you used to have, and your team is uh, you know don't shoot the highest percentage as they used mm-hmm. to do many uh, yep. even three five years ago, whatever you want to talk about, yeah. then you change the format of your team to fit. 
the mood of your players. Mm-hmm. And that's what coaches do. That's what great coaches do. And Mike Krzyzewski, obviously one of the greatest coaches ever, coached on the hardwood, does that. And, you know, Dean Smith did that. And many mm-hmm. others have done that. And, and your most successful coaches will. Yeah, they have a... Uh, a system. Jim Boheim has yeah. a system, but there's times where they've scored a lot of points. Yeah, there is. Yeah, you know, right. and and then you take you take advantage of the talent you have. You mold a team into those talents, and you use what's available to you to achieve as many Syracuse wins as possible. Used to be, like you mentioned, they used to have two, three, six, ten, seven foot guys, mm-hmm. and they would just. Command the paint on both sides, and they'd win in the 60s. And more recently, they've had guards that can shoot the lights out of the ball, and they're going to want to score well, in the upper 70s and, and 80s. And, and the game has changed where exactly. the outside game is that much more important than the inside game mm-hmm. used to be. I mean, we could talk about basketball is, all day long, about you know, what is, was once in, va- in vogue and now is And different. that's a system, too. I'll compare it to the option of football, maybe the high school or college bowl season, you don't want to see a Syracuse zone in the tournament on a quick turnaround because that's extremely difficult to prepare for. Well, you, you can't mimic that in practice. What, really. Yeah, here's the thing about Syracuse, traditionally. And then you, I mean, I don't have the records in front of me. They're either out early or they yes, make a deep exactly, run. You know, exactly. And that's You're right. just, You're just right. that's, the way that, that, that program has way. been yeah. yep. throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Duke used to be that way. Yeah. Up until the 80s and 90s when, when they really, you know, Krzyzewski took it to another level mm-hmm. where they became so so successful. But for many years they were out early or they made a, yeah, the final four run. Before they won the first championship yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Was the, that was the M.O. of of Duke basketball. They could they were out early or they would make a now deep run. They had run. a stretch there from 98 until 2007 where they made it for the Sweet 16 every year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's... Um, yeah, and, and that's you know there are, and the thing is, like you said, every year that means they're yeah. qualifying every yeah, year, every year, yeah, you know, and we can go in many different directions there, but that's just the way it works. Uh, I want to talk, you know, yeah, go real ahead. Quickly, we're on basketball. Uh, don't talk about it much, but we have we have so many things to talk about. But the job John Barnes done this year, mm-hmm. losing the freshman of the year last year in the conference transfer. Um, and to supplement in with recruits and to transfers, this team's 10-1. and one. The only loss is to Penn State, who will probably make the women's NIT or women's tournament. They are 4-0 in conference ready. And guess what? One of the wins is over the best team in the conference, Wisconsin-Green yes. Bay, yes. who's been nationally ranked. And I think they actually, for the first time ever, swept in Wisconsin. The, the uh, men and women, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah that's so, same weekend, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I know Wisconsin-Green Bay is a little down this year. Uh, Cleveland State is really good. But, Tim, I'll tell you what. Oh, basketball at Big League's going to be fun. If you keep this team healthy and, you know, dodge the COVID bullets and just, you know, keep treading through the waters when you have to deal with it, this team could do something special this year. Well, I'll say this. I'm not disagreeing with mm-hmm. anything you said there. Matter of fact, I agree with everything you said there. 
what we may be seeing is just that wave finally turning good yes. for YSU's and women's program. And we talked about this for a while. Because they've had so injuries. many injuries, oh, man. so many bad breaks mm-hmm. over the last four or five seasons where they had some really quality teams. Really good teams. And they yeah. could not finish the season strong mm-hmm. uh, because it's just they lack injuries. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. They lack numbers. They Sometimes at they were down point, to nine players. Exactly. I was just about to talk with it. At one point a couple years ago, they were playing – with eight bodies. Exactly. You know, scholarship and walk-ons. And they were, you know, so you're, you're right. We might finally be seeing that uptick. Unfortunately, the men are in that injury swoon right now with Covington yeah. and uh, Rattan Mays. Um, but you see some pieces there that you can build with. Um, and, you know, a tough loss last night against West Virginia. But as a mid-major fan, yeah, you want to win. Right. But what you do in conference play, that's the only thing that matters. Right. And why she right now is undefeated in conference play. They swept the Wisconsin road trip. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. You know, I, I've said this no matter what sport you're in, uh, conference play in college or, or in, uh, at the high school sport. level, in the NFL divisional play. Yep. Uh, Divisional play in, in the NBA or divisional play in the NHL, uh-huh. you know, whatever sport you're talking about, it's worth twice as much. Oh, yeah. Because, yep. A, like in a round robin tournament in basketball, yes. which most teams you know, yep. get home in a way, but mm-hmm. you're playing, or football, you're playing one yeah. team and mm-hmm. you're going to yeah. go through the whole thing. Uh, there's no chance to make up that game. Nope. Um, that's why when I was talking about the Browns. The loss to the Steelers, the loss to the Ravens are huge losses. Mm-hmm. Games that they could have won and should have won. You can literally say that. But when you lose close games continuously, mm-hmm. it hurts the opportunity to succeed. Now, the NFL has a unique scoring system, meaning how they make their schedule. Yeah. And, and it works perfectly, and I'm not against it at all by saying that. As a matter of fact, I'm for what they did. The Browns through twelve games last year were nine and three. This year they weren't. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, yep. and and that's what I'm talking about. You have to win close games, um, no matter what sport you're in. You have to win close games because those close games go into either the win or the loss. Mm-hmm. A perfect example of that was is interesting. You know how much I love watching Liverpool yeah. now, and I've become a huge fan of uh, the EPL and watching Liverpool. Well. In the season, they have multiple tournaments. Mm-hmm. They have the Cambero tournament, which yeah. is going on, which is kind of domestic yeah. in, in England. They have the FA Cup, which is huge mm-hmm. within the yeah. organ, uh, all the divisions of 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 soccer in mm-hmm. in England. And then you have the European Championships, mm-hmm. which is for all of Europe. Okay, so there's a lot of these things. Yeah. Plus, you have within your own your own. Uh, Organization, league, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the league is a better word, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of different competitions, but you're using the same players mm-hmm. or the same roster sure, of yeah. players, and you have a lot of games you're going to be playing if you are successful yes. because you're going to go deep in these tournaments. Well, like uh, Tuesday, no, Wednesday, take that back. Uh, Liverpool was playing in that Cabero tournament, mm-hmm. the EPA. EP tournament. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. The bottom line is they decided to go young. They mm-hmm. played what everyone yeah. calls the babies, yeah. meaning they're twenty-one and under. Most of them. Now they has a couple of veterans yeah. on the, on on the pitch at the same time. So bottom line, 
is they got down early and they ended up at the in extra time, which for those who are not familiar with with uh, soccer, extra time is injury time. Mm-hmm. At the end of the ninety minutes, they add extra minutes yep. for all the injuries mm-hmm. and substitutions that may have happened during the game. So there was actually six minutes added to wow. that, and Minamino scored the tying goal with uh, five minutes mm-hmm. into that six minute extra. So. It was 90 plus 5, tied it, and they went to penalty kickouts mm-hmm. because it is a tournament-type yep. snare at this stage, and Liverpool won. But my, what, getting back to my point is you have to use your roster. You have to be willing to take yep, chances. You do. And sometimes, you know, like they were playing Lancaster City, and what they wanted, they, what – they're playing their their number ones because they don't have a chance to quote unquote play for championships yep. that often. So if they could advance to the semifinals, which this was the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. it was huge for them, you know, and for that 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 organization to do lift the title up, any title, and that was a, a difficult loss for them. But that's I mean that's what it's all about, competition and seeing what you can do. Um, so, yeah, I've been really busy watching a lot of sports, a lot of different type of sports, Yeah, uh, as you can hear, and I've had a, a blast. I hope uh, we can get back on a routine here uh, and, uh, and have more fun talking about everything that's going on. Let's do this. Um, I know it's crazy, and it's extremely chaotic. Let's find a men's game and a women's game to get down to. I think we. Oh yeah, we. Will. I think it, we. Uh, it, what we'll have to do, kind of like the year you and I went a couple of years back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just the opportunity was there, and we'll yeah, go. For the moment, and, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah, do. Yeah, we'll it, do the same thing. Yeah, we'll just, I think uh, I'm going to have to leave that on you to find the schedule and find a possible game. And yeah, just whenever you're with good. Me. Yeah, whenever you're good. Yeah, just communicate. Probably me, like, say, say hey, Sunday hey. or something like that. Right, yeah, like, like let's say a. Uh, uh, Monday or Wednesday yeah, night or yeah. Thursday night, mm-hmm. the plan. You know, chances are I may have that available. But with all the extra games I'm doing this year, who knows? Um, but it's going to be fun. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, first and foremost, I want to thank those who download this podcast over the uh, the years. And uh, as we continue on, we're like year five, uh, March, St. Patrick's Day week of two thousand and. 17, yeah. yeah. So we're in like year five now. Um, yeah, it's, it's there's a lot going on. Or was it 18? On. No, 17. Is it 17? Yeah, yeah. It was 17, yeah. Crazy as it sounds. Uh, yeah, just an idea to gas station register. Yeah, and that, it, Not ironically, that doesn't even live. Yeah. No, yeah. Doesn't even exist anymore. No. Uh, yeah, a lot of things don't exist. The perks exist. of working night shift, huh? Hey. <laughs> perks of work and night shift. Perks of someone who liked to play the number back in the day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, happy holidays for everybody. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy New Year. Hopefully we'll talk to you before the New Year. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Um, I can say this. Uh, I have a few people we want to get on, and we have new equipment to make it happen even a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, having some guests on again and uh, getting it all on where Anthony can be involved too. So it should be a lot of fun. I wish you uh, nothing but the best going forward. Uh, and thank you for downloading it. As I tell everybody, tell your family, friends, and mm. enemies about Radio MVP. Uh, if you download this through iTunes, give us a rate 
rating and review. We don't have many of them, but we really would love to have more and uh, try to get more exposure for the podcast going forward. Uh, Anthony, any last thoughts? No, just uh, like Tim said, have a, a safe and happy holiday season. Just, you know, hopefully we can get back. Uh, got some days off, finally at work uh, coming next week, so uh, that should be able to free up the schedule a little bit. All right, for Anthony, I am Tim, wishing you all a wonderful good evening and good afternoon or good day, depending on when you download this. Uh, Check out our website, RadioMVP.com. Check us out on the Internet, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, and anything. Just search us. You'll Mm -hmm. find us. I'm going to tell you where we're at. You know where we're at. All right, for Anthony, I'm Tim. We'll talk to you next time right here on Radio MVP. 